Catch up with the entire season of Pandora anytime on the CW app or download it on iTunes. You can also watch Pandora in Canada on the Space Channel. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman, and this is another episode of Unboxing Pandora. I'm here with executive producer and writer Steve Krasir. Hello. Director Christian Gossett. Hello. And star Mark Crumpton, who plays Marcus <laughs> Taylor. Star. Hello. Yeah. Oh, can you just like big me up for that every day? Star Mark Crumpton. Okay. And, and this it. was uh, it, it Ain't Me, Babe. It Ain't Me You're Looking For. No, just It Ain't Me. And uh, our ninth episode of Pandora Season 1. And uh, thanks for joining us for another live commentary. So get ready. Turn on your heart light. And uh, <laughs> let's watch 109. The best episode, I think, maybe. Uh, definitely. Definitely, right? Yes. No, no, definitely no, no, maybe, no the, maybe about it. It's in the top 13. It's What's in the, the top 13. It's in the top 13 for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. It's in the top 13. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> 109. <laughs> Roll on. Roll the episode. Come on, baby. Incredible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, previously on the recap, the bane of any editor's existence. <laughs> Some of the notes we got on the previous one were longer than full episode regular notes. Did it was unbelievable. Really? Yeah, yeah there's less notes on this Well, stuff. this episode's really interesting because this is a key. The, the season really starts to change. The first six episodes are really getting to meet the characters. Starting with 1-7, we start to become more mythology-centric. And then 109 is the first real continuation of the episode that preceded it. I mean, we pick up exactly where we left off in 108, which was must have been interesting for you, Chris, because you literally, as Tersa talks about, took the baton from her. She finished 108 in the same field. Yep. And here it is. Continued. We got a picture of it and everything. Yeah. And uh, take special note for those gigantic razor-sharp weeds behind the actors right now because you're going to see those again. Remember we were scouting, and we're like, oh, this field will be great. And then we started walking back there, and we realized it was going to kill us yeah, all. Yeah, kill us, because they had, like, Bulgarian razor-sharp weeds back there. Like, seriously, those those things were, like, three or four inches, 12 feet tall, could kill you. Super was, weeds, they, they need no water. I don't think anything <laughs> could kill those things. Those if things. you pull them out of the ground, they'll live for another, like, month. It was like that Star Trek episode, The Apple, where they go to this beautiful planet, but everything's deadly. Dude, so, those things are deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here we see other Zetarians, Zetarian extras. So this is a bit of a cheat in that we, in this episode, we oh. never left the stages of the surrounding uh, sets nearby, outside. But we did go to Boozlija Monument, That's where right. we filmed the, uh, put in the, the Space Armada. That's right. The a Zip. great day. One of my favorite days in Bulgaria was when we took the trip out there to do the drone shots on Boozlija. So awesome. Boozlija was so great. And I tell everybody, they're like, what is that place? A flying saucer? I'm like, no, it's like, it's like. It's a Soviet monument, man. They used to have venue. It was a venue. They used to have thousands of Soviet officials in there doing stuff. And it was it perfect looks, for the show in that so it was in disrepair. Cool. It like, looks so cool. It's in a permanent state of disrepair, which worked well for the incredible post, you know, Zatarian War with Earth. That's right. We had seen pictures of it when we were scouting, and then it was something we always wanted to work in. And, and you guys took the pain and went out there three hours with the drone and, and still photography, and, and wow. got all these great plates. It was it a beautiful amazing. day, and it was like I amazing. said, it was one of our. It was a great trip. For me, you, and Max to go out there and see it. And then you were arrested for photo <laughs> photographing. That's right. So we classified so military installation. That's right. Oh, no, that's Noah Huntley and uh, Vakash who got arrested. Yeah, that was them. For trampling on a Bulgarian Wait, what? military. Yeah, they, they, were, they were hiking, and uh, they went over a fence, uh, and, and uh, they were on a classified Bulgarian military installation and got arrested. Supo had to come and, 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 and bail they them saw, out. They saw photos of uh, the waterfall up, up, up in uh, 
They actually got arrested. And they, want, they, and they went in there. And they they, they got, went they off got, the trail and they didn't real way. They the, got they, burned they, to jail. They needed yeah. Sufa to come. And they, away. They, they went through Noah's phone Noah and they found pictures. Jail? They found a pictures. <laughs> they found pictures of him with with the with the rifle that he uses in Twelve and Thirteen. And they're like, no. what's cold. this? He's like, Max I'm an actor. Schmiga. No. They're going to oh keep talking. God. I'm just going to keep talking. Max okay, Schmiga yeah. with his beautiful hot cold lighting on both sides. Oh, who do that awesome mural? I don't know. That was the art department did a great job. That was probably, um, you know, uh, the great, our great art director. That's right. And then you wrote this with John Kelly. I wrote this with John Kelly. It looks really wrote... good, by the way. The, the lighting looks really yeah, good. Yeah, Max Schmiga, baby. Yeah. John was so helpful in the writer's room. Uh, military veteran had great ideas not just for this episode but for other episodes he really added a lot to the the whole process really really good job john's a great writer he was the head writer on ncis when i worked there that's how i met him so to rope him in to help out with an episode of pandora was uh, a positive super fun use of the same set here this was the same cavern that uh Jax was in a moment ago but you turn it all around and Make it seem like new, baby. Make it seem bigger. This is one of the things I saw when I was scouting the, how could we do an episode without leaving the stages? Like, well, let's use this place because it's kind of built and it could be lit kind of interesting. So it was. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to ask that. How does that work? Because obviously you had like the limited budget, the limited space. You have all these little areas. Are you, is that coming into your mind when you're writing? Like, okay, I need to use this space. How do I write it in? Or it just, it just happens. It just happens. In this one, in this one, I want, I, I, Chris and I, Walked around and we're like, how do we use everything several right. times to not because like we were not gonna we were not gonna go on locations for this one. We weren't gonna travel out. So how, right. how do we maximize what we have here? Yeah, we were over budget on locations, and so Steve took it upon himself. The, the funny thing is, our biggest one of our biggest episodes is a bottle show in a sense because it's all our standing sets. We never left location. I mean, this was at the back lot at our studio, and it's our interior set. So even though it's a big episode. We we never left uh, our stages, right? Except for the Boozlaja drone shots, yeah, which is really a. a so that's in your head, like I have to use this. So I saw the I... Car, I saw the car. I saw, I saw certain things that we hadn't used yet. And I'm like, we'll incorporate them somehow here. So I was definitely putting together a puzzle cool. how to yeah. keep everything yeah, here. The, the battle truck, aka. So the you're right within these guidelines that this. Okay, I've got to put this in here, yeah. and then. And how do I put Mark Crumpton? How do I put Mark Crumpton <laughs> in there? Well, that was because I was bugging the show. Like I need to be on this show. Yeah, yeah. I uh, love this moment. We, can I tell him how we got on the show? Hold up, though. I show? love this okay, moment of Xander, dude. From, you got to respect the actor up there okay. giving sorry, it all. Xander's sorry, like, sorry. I've had the whole season, eight episodes of taking shit from everybody. No more. Look at this. Well, Oliver's just great. Oliver's just he's going really, for it, man. He's really good My man, Zan Zan. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you know what, Jax? I'm tired of you killing people episode after episode. And he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. You know. He said this is his favorite episode. Actually, he, you know, this is not in his top thirteen. I think this, I told, is, I think this is my favorite the top episode. As well. But this he also is my favorite episode. Some of you guys is your favorite for sure. <laughs> But I think you know, Albert kind of liked the adventure of like traveling to different planets and encountering strange people like you and Mark Crumpton and going to different planets. Like, we didn't even leave the we didn't even leave the the back we even leave the back lot. So that's how weird this. Uh, yeah, and, and while we're recording was. here at uh, Private Island Tracks, I have to say, uh, you know, pay attention to the sound in this episode because this is one of the great sound mixes along with one one twelve, which really elevates this episode in terms of the eeriness and then of course all the battle stuff at the end. This is the back lot uh, at uh, Bufa where we shoot in Sofia. Mm -hmm. uh, it was dressed to give it a kind of Mad Max vibe. Mm -hmm. um, Overgrown. Look yeah, at those. Yeah. There's those weeds again. I don't know how the art department managed to carry those razor sharp weeds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think they wore like the uh, they wore metal knife like uh, <laughs> armored gloves. Armored gloves. Those I things think? are like 12 feet tall. Look at them, and they're just razor covered in razors. 
That's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was really, finally, we were really struggling with how do we use this back lot, which was really interesting. Wow. We finally figured out. this. What I love about it is it feels like an old Star Trek episode yeah. where they would mm. use the uh, Culver City back lot mm -hmm. or the Paramount back lot and, you know, just... Uh, you know, for, oh, this yeah. place is just like Earth. We'd use, we'd use, we'd use, we'd use parts of it, but we yes. never use the full. This is one, you know, it's during the day and then at night with the car driving around the battle truck that we used the full backlog. We'd use little parts, so we couldn't recognize it. So, now where was this shot? Because obviously this is this is I was working on this is on well, stage. Well, I shot, so then on yeah, I didn't meet well. any of these guys. This guy brought it too. He's really good. Tommy's great. Really Tommy plays good. Professor Ellison Pevney, named after Harlan Ellison and Joseph Pevney, a director on the original <laughs> Star Trek. Uh, my ah. probably my least favorite set, but it looks good here thanks to the efforts of uh, Max Schmiggy and Christian Gossett. Yeah, this scene's actually a continuation from number 107, which he's talking about the Great Migration. So this is sort of like what right. happened to a lot of the ships once they left Earth. So he's sort of continuing his lecture from a two See, episodes. See, they go to class. Before you say they never go to class, they go to class. <laughs> This walk and talk. That'd be a really fascinating show. There were so many extras in this walk and talk. It was actually there were too many extras. Like we're like we had they kept walking in front of the actors. That's what happens like, when you have no location fees. <laughs> it goes into the extra count. That's right. That's right. That's great though. I love how they're dressed up in all the parallax galactic and real stuff. There was a really super funny risque uh, end line on that that uh, we had to get rid of. It was too risque. It was too hot. That wasn't why it was cut. It wasn't funny. What was the reason? What was the reason? When Jax at the end looks at the at the plants, actually the the weeds ended up surviving pretty well. But there was blue flowers that we put out. The blue flowers actually didn't hold up in the sun here. Yeah, we have a shot we use of them later. But actually, yeah. what she bends over and is looking at, they're kind of like shriveled up because they'd been out in the sun all day. And, and this is the first mm -hmm. time that the protector ships make this sort of. Um, Distinctive sound, which is uh, what happens when you're moving so quickly. We, we discovered this for 109, but you never heard it at 101. Oh, who's that? Strange. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, never no. looked better. <laughs> Look at this creepy guy. Now, you know, Crummy was somebody that we wanted to use for a long time. We'd worked with him before in another show, and, you know, a lot of the guest stars on the show are people we worked with in the past and, you know, looking for places. And this was one where, where uh, Steve, when he was writing, he says, I got the perfect role. And we wanted it to sort of be an homage to Char Charlton Heston in, in uh, Planet of the Apes, Taylor. And that's... Uh, Mark fit the bill beautifully. He even has bigger shoulders than Charles. <laughs> I know. It's a, it, it's, we, we luckily we cast a guy with uh, Heston and uh, Luke Skywalker, or who you people thought you were on set. Definitely with a Luke Skywalker vibe. Definitely with the, with had a goatee. little Jedi vibe to it. it yeah, Jedi, with the cloak. Said, yeah, when he got the cloak. Yeah. Well, is that great picture yeah. Chris took of you holding the Astero tube that looks like a lightsaber? I had, oh, I had to. Yeah, when I saw that yeah. line, I was like, "Give me that a minute. Well, I, need to, crazy. I need to play with this." It was it's so. Crazy. It was so fun. Forget Galaxy's Edge. This, is this the real skeleton Galaxy's falling Edge. out of the truck is definitely an homage slash ripoff to uh, Road Warrior when uh, Mel Gibson opens the door yeah. and a body falls out. This truck was actually, we thought, no way they're moving this truck from the Dude, back lot. It, was like, it probably hadn't moved in like a yeah. long time, but it they there, towed it, was, it or something. Yeah, they yeah, towed man. it. They, I think they, I think they carried it. I think the Bulgarians <laughs> carried it. <laughs> On their backs. They're so hard <laughs> While they were ripping out the weeds, I think they did the same. They just moved yeah. it all at the same time. So, but they moved the truck yeah. there, so good for them. It we can't the one do it as not in their vocabulary. Yeah. I was like, I want the biggest, most difficult truck in the most impossible position. Now. 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 Because no, I know in the pilot it. when we had There's the, the blue flowers. There's the blue flowers. <laughs> well, in color timing, oh. we really pushed uh, out the uh, the blue, you know, to get the blue. Right. The flowers of immortality. 
That's right. Yeah. Whoa, great, great shot there. That yeah. the Apes. Yeah. Right out of like Warren, creepy apes. and eerie oh, magazine. Oh, this dude again. Oh, Dentist. man. Well, and the great thing is it blocked all the houses and the power lines in the background. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, back on Earth. I like this scene a lot, uh, working with Martin to get him so angry at Atria because he's really a sweet guy. So yeah, he is. getting him to that anger place was, he went there. Sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet guy. I know, and sometimes he's reluctant to go there because he's such a nice yeah, guy. It's like, right. oh, it is your character. It's not you. Don't worry. Your character can be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really didn't see that from him much, but when he got there, he got there. And you're like, how could anybody be mean to a Tria? Hey, we're doing the same thing again where we're sitting watching the episode. I know. That was just so observating, Chris, what's up with that sword? What? What? The sword. <laughs> you just wanted some business you know, for Noah there? Dude, you know what? He's, he's been the protector. Uh, his family, his, why does he have this old architecture? Why does he have these pictures of kings and queens on his walls? Because his family, and this is true, um, these families have been protectors of royals for a long, long time. And so that's that, that sword that was in his office was his fam- was a family sword of his. Excalibur, possibly? It was a sword Excalibur. of his. It's Excalibur. <laughs> I have I'll say, it was really cool to actually get on work with someone with Noah. Because I've known this dude through, like, a best friend for, like, 20 years. He worked on a TV show with a friend of mine who I, who I used to live with. Uh, on this like soccer like reality like it was like a, they were all soccer players like the dream team back in England like 20 years ago so I knew him and I'd met him a few times he was always a nice guy we were like in the same circle but not really close so it was kind of cool to like reconnect and be like yeah I know, hey dude I know you um, he's super nice by the way you know yeah, there's and the sword was yeah. in there were so, so many cool props in that office that I wanted to like bring him out you know like it was just it, it had been sitting there all season I thought he might bring it out again when he has to fight the evil jacks in number 13 <laughs> but I guess he couldn't get to it also there was the, the two girls at Tria and Pilar like that was their first time kind of being in the principal's office they right. they did do a good job with like they're kind of being timid about being in there Oh it's funny and then of course there's a scene we cut which I'm not sure we, we it was right to cut we cut a mythology scene between Ellison and Noah where they're talking about uh you know, her, her having disappeared and maybe it's a good thing that she's gone. And it, it, it is a, it's a whole big mythology piece that we just we took out. So proud of We didn't art. need it. This so is a redressing of, of yeah. the battle yep. cruiser hallway here. They found this console, which is great. It fit perfectly on the the end of the hallway here. But they Same did all hallway. this redressing. Chris, well, this is your Ross, idea to bring Ross, in the, Rossin, the, art director. the growth of the trees and stuff. It looks really And cool. Rossin deserves a special shout-out because he, with no money and no time, could just work miracles. And this is really effective. You didn't pay him? No money? No, no we didn't. Just, he was just there because just, he enjoyed working on the show. What a guy. He was a PA. What a guy. <laughs> I... I had I had asked Rosen to uh, to basically overgrow the place just like he did out in the street, and I wanted to shut all the lights off and then have lights coming in through the holes. Originally, I thought I was going to have to cut holes in the uh, set, but mm. that was uh, that wasn't happening. That was down looked down upon. <laughs> so fortunately, no, they opened up. There was lights in the roof. They they, were, was, they opened yeah, it up. They opened it up. They had fortunately we just had to just move a few uh, few lucite panels, and we had the holes that we needed. I mean, it's a great in. concept because you really don't know this is the battle cruiser hallway. Thank you. The only way you would know is if you heard the sound and the sound was as bad as it was on the, <laughs> but the uh, it's such a great look with the uh, overgrown uh, fauna and everything and it's it's really effective and I loved how the Bulgarians gave Zan that that actual live 
wires so that he could tap them and get little sparks. My, Wait, my that bro- was real? Yeah, my, I know. What? Everyone asked me, hey, that was CG, right? No, man, those are real sparks. Wow. Now we got to talk about fun. this woman, the great Erin Gray. Aaron oh, Gray. Yes. We, we knew we wanted someone iconic for the role of the captain yes. of the doomed expedition. And Erin uh, was our first choice, and we were lucky enough to get her. Uh, she missed Comic-Con to do the show. So yep. for her first Comic-Con in 15 years, she Legit, missed. Legit. And bro. she was so appreciative. She said it was like going back in time and doing an episode of Buck Rogers. I hope she made a good episode of Buck Rogers. <laughs> yeah, well, she, was sad when she originally read it. When she started reading the script, she's like, this is like a Buck Rogers script. Then she got to the end of it, she's like, Clearly, two sci-fi nerds wrote this one. Like, That's the ultimate oh, yeah. compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, she was very excited to get promoted to a captain, right, mm-hmm, Mark, for this mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Where she wrote a letter thanking us for casting her and saying, I finally got to be a captain. Wow. And you can see the patches say USS Searcher, which, of course, is the ship from the uh, Buck Rogers Season 2. And you're dressed not by accident. You know, this uh, outfit is redolent of uh, her outfit in Buck Rogers, and yours mm. is redolent of uh, Charlton Test- Heston in Planet of the Apes, but you have the U- United Kingdom flag right. instead of, uh, you know, Chuck Heston's American flag. We didn't want to hear your American accent. It might freak us out. So <laughs> no, I'm not. From yeah, my cold, dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trip for me, by the way, working with her. One, she was just phenomenal. She's such a nice person in real life. But um, I grew up with Buck Rogers. I had Buck Rogers, like... Like duvet, like comfort and comfort. Like I grew up, I yeah. grew up with it. You he was played like, with her as a kid. You still, oh my God. you still do. You still yes. have that comforter. I, I know okay. you do. You wasn't supposed to say that on, on the mic. Yeah, okay. All right. you said you wouldn't tell anybody. Right. Maybe edit that out. Okay, yeah. Revealing. Uh, yeah, I was such a Buck Rogers fan. So then to yeah. work with. You know, someone you grew up with, it was such a trip. I asked Aaron, "Do you want a gun in this scene?" And she said, "Damn right, I want a gun in this oh, scene." Oh yeah. This is obviously a big, nice blend of the visual effects here. This was all like yeah. a John Kelly stuff to do this, like, f- they find this flashback stuff in the ship. Actually, in the great. original version, it was no, the Mark your uh, character wasn't in it. We added you in later yes, that they encounter right. someone on the planet. It was like uh, a later edition that they should meet someone on the planet. Do you realize planet. how fun that is to do what I just did there? <laughs> do you he realize was, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting to, I am fighting aliens with a laser gun. <laughs> do you realize what that means? He was so psyched all day. Oh, my God. It was, oh, it was it amazing. Was that yeah. was your first scene you shot, I think, right? Yes. Wasn't that what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that this, was the first of the first day. I've always first, wanted to right? do a sci-fi show. Yeah, that was first up, always. first day. Before the ca- we had a camera break. This was a big <laughs> consideration. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything, but yes. <laughs> In the previous <laughs> the episode, camera went down. we had well, to decide what they were wearing because we knew they'd be stuck wearing it for all of 109. So on 108, we had to kind of decide what Raylan was wearing and what... Priscilla was wearing and, and Oliver and give them something that would work in 109, which was more of an action episode. And I guess they've been carrying around that knife and that stun yeah, thing for exactly. a different full previous yeah, episode, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. never saw it. It was in that secret magic pocket. Magic pocket, magic pocket. Wait, who's this? this who dude. is this? It's the uh, it's, it's a mysterious oh, it's, stranger. It's, it's Shane. Mark Crompton! Oh, oh no. How is he still alive after all this time? It's the blue flowers. Oh, it's the blue flowers. Yeah, it must be. Oh, there it is again, that uh, great ship. The Searcher. The searcher, yeah, and that you know, Christian when he's not directing is a very notable uh, conceptual designer. He invented the two-sided lightsaber, and he designed that ship. It looks great. Yeah. It was really fun to play with this. It was really fun that you like, like, like this, like, how's he gonna be like after a hundred years? And I've been like. So I've obviously doing myself and starting myself, and they, they headdresses literally like gave, I would like grab the clippers of them and just start shaving lumps into the side of my head, like doing yeah. like, they just let me go. Originally, we wanted to have you clean shaven for the right. flashback, 
but we right. couldn't schedule it because those two went to Comic Con. Yes. Right. So we had to move around the schedule. So we kept the beard the, the whole right. time. But the original idea was we'll film all the beard on the last day. We'll take off the beard and show you. Yeah, yeah. So we, had to, we had to mess around. Comic Con ruins Comic-Con. everything. And Chris Comic-Con. and I and Aaron all couldn't go this it's, year. It's so great to be. But honest. it was great. We had a great time. <laughs> really I, fun. I personally love being on set during Comic-Con. It's happened to me a couple times, and it's always the best. <laughs> I love shooting a show during Comic-Con. Also, the show had just premiered. The yeah. show had premiered, right, That's the right. Tuesday That's before. Right. There had only been one episode, and we were at Comic-Con, and we're like, no one's coming to the panel. No one's coming to get their autographs because, like, it's been on for one week. Mm. And the panel was packed. There were thousands wow. of people. And then uh, for the signing, we had to turn people away after two hours. What? And, yeah, I mean, it was we, we couldn't, we you know, we, the cast was exhausted. They'd been doing press all wow. day. And we'd only scheduled them for an hour. It was remarkable. Wow. So it was really exciting to see that response. Look at Mark Crumpton run. And a Mark, Look you're at a that former man. track star. Oh, former track, track star. Those oh, tr- no. There's the still Dominator, the battle truck. We <laughs> love the battle truck. He's still out of breath. <laughs> the battle truck. There's enter the, yeah, the battle truck. I was like, how fast do you want me to run? You were like, just go for Fuck it. I was like, as I'm fast go, as you I'm can. I'm going for it. As like those aliens are back? You're running. Oh, yeah. I was hauling yeah. ass. You're like, let them get caught. I'm not getting caught. It's like, you know. It's like the bear in the woods. Like, put on your running shoes and outrun everyone else. Oh, I ran. Yeah, it was it was so fun. Steve loves Damnation Alley. That's that's what this episode this is. This whole is uh, Damnation Alley meets uh, Jim Road Warrior meets Jim Cotta. Yeah, I like this. I like this. Jim Cotta. <laughs> this is his Martin's powers that are starting to get fritzed out. This is his mm-hmm. strange leads up to his scene. exiting mm-hmm. of Earth. Yeah. Yeah. This is when he leaves the show. <laughs> goes on his own. On his show. own show. Yeah. He leaves to go on his own. To show. go on Buck Rogers. <laughs> Vegas in space. The Hypatia Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> He's even hearing his horse's thoughts. Nice to have a nice. I mean, <laughs> that's how brutal this condition is he has. It's funny because we talked about that because if it was a VR simulation, you wouldn't be able to hear the horse's stuff. But it's such a funny line they wrote. We just loved it in. Nice full black hole there. Lots of extras. Lots of extras. Mm. That's what happens when you have no locations. You get people. Look at those great performances by the extras. <laughs> such thought, such deep oh, like killing conviction. Yeah. Wait till they react to Martin's oh, power yeah. starting to go crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, such emotion. Feeling deeply. That girl was it was uh, sufficiently pensive. Look at that. The pensive look behind Atria. They're thinking about She's Tolstoy. Dostoevsky. <laughs> There's also a Megaforce vibe in this episode, if you didn't know. There's a Megaforce, yeah. But, but, but Megaforce. Even in the 80s. Because the good guys always win, even in the 80s. And Mark, your character is sort of like, we don't know if you're good or bad. You're definitely not bad, but like you're a little wacko, so it's like they're not as trust. This was yeah. Of, the yeah. episode had been involved trust. So yeah. it's sort of like, do we trust this guy? Yeah. And I was like, how wacko can yeah. I go? Like, I was, I almost was like, I wasn't going to go. You were like, don't go too, too crazy. You didn't yeah. go full wacko. Like, yeah. No Bulgarian extras were hurt. And we also have to point out that this episode was cut by uh, Dana Gasparine, who did a really beautiful oh, job with Dana. this episode. Dana's a very talented a- a- editor. Um, big f- fan of Pandora, president of the Pandora fan. That was club. always a cool shot, setting great. up the mm-hmm. time lapse on the. the there. So this is after Comic Con. The leads. They're back. They're back from Comic Con. have gone right. to Los Angeles. Now they've come back as and huge we stars. Shot the stuff. This was all they the left la- as actors. The la- they came back day as stars. <laughs> this is the la- came back with attitude. That's serious what, that's attitude. What happened. Yeah, I noticed that. Like we were just at Comic Con yeah. and you guys weren't. Yeah. Like, rub it in. 
I love this. They set. were exhausted. It's a love great set. set. This one I was looking love around this like this day. was uh, the, the props room that we redesigned into yeah. Marx's compound. But I also looked at the Quonset hut, which we used in thank twelve. God. Which thank God, because if we shot in Ugh. that place. It was super hot, and we wouldn't have survived. So we were yeah. supposed to use this room for 102. We Love never this got shot of Mark it. Crumpton. Look at this. Oh, this is a nice hero shot of Mark. This light. This is a great this. Jax like moment. The characters connecting really nice. on her. Look at that. Oh, oh shit. man. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Have I ever looked cooler? No. No. Baby. No. <laughs> and that's saying no. something. And that's Thank saying you something because you're pretty cool. That's it. No, I'm not. I'm not that cool. Yeah, that that talking, cool. You want that outfit for that Halloween, cool. right? You want to wear that outfit for Halloween. <laughs> I'm dying to have that outfit for Halloween. Come on. I know none of us took anything I, was be- I literally was begging you for like, give me this outfit. You should have. I. We should have given it to you. I mean, I didn't bring anything home either. I wish I had. It's still not over. I can still get this. Outfit. We I'm, can still get it in. Time. I'm getting this out. Well, I am no, getting this outfit, yeah. buddy. In this episode, no, we, can't, we can't get it. <laughs> we can't get it for Halloween. I have to yeah. say, it was it was really cool wearing it. Like it's so, like you don't realize like you when you you're like an, an action, action put, figure. Come yeah, to life. you putting on certain acts of clothing. Like it it just it felt really cool. Here's the real star of the episode. Oh, Elliot, this Elliot. another People Chris Gossett original Elliot. drawing Elliot. on the face, right, Chris? <laughs> That's right. My son was yeah, watching was... it, the rough cut. And he's like. This guy's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> He's got a friend who's a dummy. He so loves. this people say it's like, oh, it's like Wilson the volleyball. I go, yeah, but it's also yeah. like the character Ch- Heston was playing chess with in Omega Man. Exactly. So it's a combination of those. And you told me that beforehand, so I, I rewatched like all that stuff. You saw he's with that guy yeah. playing chess. And then I had to imagine it, you know, who who Wilson well, I mean, Wilson, who Elliot was. <laughs> um so then it was really funny then to turn on the day and then see him, what you'd made. I was like, okay, yeah, that really fits. The original mannequin, kind of, Chris, you remember, creepy. was like in a sitting position. They had a seated mannequin. And we didn't give us the work. options we needed. So yeah, Mannequin no, we, on the move. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work. Nah. And then they found this one. So. No, it was a great scene. That was a great scene between you and Oliver. And, uh, yeah, I really liked. I, really I want to thank fun. Ben Radcliffe for taking his shirt off this day. So thank you. He said to me, "I knew, I knew you would be the one to take my shirt off." I was like, "I don't know what you mean by that." But you're welcome. Times he got, he got up, and he because the light was so good, he yeah. looked like so buff and ripped. Like, uh, and, and he he literally lost. He was like, "I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm, I'm doing. So, I just know I look so buff right now." That's right. Like he was like, "Like I'm having a good moment." But we all cracked yeah. up. He did five thousand so push-ups before the oh, scene. Oh, he did. Too. He was doing nonstop push-ups before yeah. the scene. He, yeah. he was getting prepared. He was preparing. The girls love their hot Spock. Gotta have it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have it. So, so it's a precursor to what you get to see in 12, which is the full action. Yes. So this is he's right. lying on a table. But. Totally. Once the shirt was off, it was staying off. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. More push-ups. And what's nice is we start to see some interesting character development in their relationship. Mm. Yeah, it was nice to have Xander really MacGyver his way through this episode. You know, he did it, Oliver in the ship and then Oliver out here. It was like he was totally... He was far away from Earth, but he was completely in con- like making things happen, yeah. getting them home. The three of them, they have a lot of great stuff to do, and it's very. It's with Mark's character, it's very contained. It yeah. was very. I, I like doing this one because it was less to like. There's a lot to think about, but it's more. It's, it's the four of them and the three of them with their adventure on. Yeah. on no, this, this was really fun. It's really interesting. Like it's a little nitty gritty. Like there's a lot going on in the, in the in these chats. It's it was really fun stuff to shoot. Well, early on, fun I to work told on, fun Oliver, to you got to be patient because I said those first couple episodes, you're just going to be doing Osborne's bidding, and there's not going to be a lot for you to get into. But there's going to come a point in which you you really rise to the floor. And starting with 107, that really starts to happen, and mm. here it solidifies it. And he really mm. empowered that junk, man. He really made it look like he was doing mm-hmm. something. Thing, so I was really, mm-hmm. yeah. really appreciate it. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, look at that. Oh, Pets. look at how buff he looks. Pets. That's a lot of visual effects. That's actually. a lot He's of not pace, that right? <laughs> No, that's, look at that. 5,000 push ups that day. This was a, I love Steve's off the cuff 
by the position of the binary suns line. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, baby. Which we never see. There are no binary suns. No, there are. Oh, there are we had them. They weren't there the day before it aired. And right, we, they literally, was the last bit, I go, put it, where's the suns? The ship's in there. And I'm like, then they put the two dude, suns in. So. Ben threw himself off that table, man. I was like, dude, Ben, listen, I'm going to put a camera on He kind of got hurt t- one time. He, a little he bit. Hurt he, did, he, did, he did, he's, yeah, he did. he's a tough guy. He's dedicated. You know, those Brits, they never lose a war. <laughs> they don't, man. The they sun don't. never sets on the British That's the Brits. And Mark, you're tending to him like like we know like you really know what you're doing. Of course, like, of course he does. He's, yeah. he's an alien. You don't he, know what you're doing. Got he's a Zatarian. You've never seen he's one. He's been before. reading up on it. Right. He's read a lot of yeah. books over the last hundred years. So many nuanced moments that Max did in this, the way he played off of stuff, the way he'd start on something and then move off of it or end a scene yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Just because we were so contained, it was a contained episode, it was just wonderful to see all this yeah. little stuff happening. And Mark, I love both your scenes with Jax and the connection here, because it like softens her up and it just shows that you know, our characters could interact with the guest stars and have it was like, nice really, moments. Dude, it was just really fun to shoot. You had, it, like, the dialogue, it was really fun to when you got stuff that's, like, fully loaded. There's so much story here to, like, imagine. Yeah, it just... That's when you open up on yeah. your backstory, which we, we shot a couple bits of it, and we used the audio from it, which we, is all we needed to do, but we have, mm. like, we did these bonus shots of you, like, when you ran and when Aaron's looking for you. It's very melancholy. I mean, it, it, it works. I mean, you get a sense of everything you've given up, and... You know, the fact that you've made these sacrifices and that you had this moment, dark moment of the soul where you lost your courage. And you survived an 80s sci-fi show and flew all the way into the future. <laughs> and <now> you, <laughs> into the modern Who sci-fi gets show. You came all the way in the future to Bulgaria. <laughs> Look at that. Love that you saw audio in here. Dude, I've never looked at the line of it. Like, it's yeah, so yeah. great. We, we I've, never, shot I've never looked cooler. We I'm had sorry. shot this, but it worked great as audio. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. Set him up. Good I job. Know. Like, seriously. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, and we're, it's such a shame that Max isn't here because he's shooting a commercial today. Mm. But, oh, he uh, is? Yeah, I mean, he just uh, did a sensational <gasps> Well, Banks. Oh, it's fun, push-ups? too, because, you know, when you they got work. all these pretty actors, it's like, I, I come from graphic novels, right? So I'm usually having to draw people pretty, but when you just have mm. pretty people, you ain't got to draw shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to draw Just it. capture it. Just capture it. Yeah, next next show we'll have to cast better-looking people. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, the writers and production staff, everyone's just hideous. I mean, behind Thank the camera. Thank God, behind the camera. It's awful, I know. Oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're where we belong. Well, you know, oh, people yeah. don't realize this, but Ben is actually based on Steve Krasier. <laughs> <laughs> From the neck down. <laughs> when I was 18. <laughs> yeah. Raylan inspired the character. <laughs> <laughs> if you track my episodes, I do have the most shirtless guys of all of anyone. Yes, you <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. No, I was no. on a swim team. Hey, I walked got... around a tiny speedo. Oh, it's okay. It? Yeah, it's no. okay. Oh, floaty, dude. Meanwhile, back on Earth in the dorm room, which looks pretty good here. Yeah, which is rare. <laughs> and, no, and they're not walking around. That floor was exactly. like a third character in the room. Oh. It's <laughs> totally the ADR ghost. alert. The ghost of the dorm rooms. <laughs> My big regret on 112 that Leonie Vock did not destroy the dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just, just throws a grenade through there and just you know destroy the yeah. Jax Joe, where are you? Well, I'm gonna destroy your room. Jax Joe. How was a challenge for you guys shooting in Bulgaria? Because I mean, shoot any show and trying to put your idea down and make something anyway. I mean, it's a huge challenge. But to actually do it in a foreign country. Did you come across it, or it just it just seemed to work out like 
Was it challenges? Super challenging. But yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I've told this story before, but you know, on one thirteen, the prop master came to me, and there's a line in the script where it says the seeker drops his avuncular disposition, and he comes to me with the uh, electrified staff and says, "Is this the avuncular disposition?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, it's an expression when someone becomes less friendly. There's no prop." <laughs> but they are reading the scripts and taking things very literally, but it's not a, the tran- little bit lost in translation sometimes. Right. But we did. We went out to look at locations before we started writing, so we had mm. a sense of some places we wanted to use. And uh, to get and meet some of the uh, the uh, department heads, mm. so we kind of to get a jump on things. But it's definitely, I mean, Mark, when you hit the ground there, it must have been that's something else. Well, when, when the like, sets the are getting the first couple weeks scratched. were rough, and 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 that's and Chris, why the, you were there too. That's why the show it. gets so much better as it goes on, because you know we had to overcome that initial. Uh, you know, disconnect um, or things but, aren't mm. things weren't done. It weren't ready to be filmed on yet. Yeah, wow. well, that true. I mean, we had so little time by the time we got greenlit to when we were shooting. It so. was ridiculously quick. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was really, really was. challenging. But yeah. the, the thing is, is that um, you know we didn't have any apathy. You know, all our keys were really passionate, which was great. They really mm. cared about what they did. Mm. And you know, I think that unfortunately, in in they've done a lot of cheese ball sci-fi. So getting people on the same page and saying no, it needs to be cool and it mm. needs to be unique and mm. and 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 uh, original. And so you know that that's always the challenge. But uh, we're very you know lucky to have had such a great crew that really was so invested and cared and you know really worked so hard. But yeah, no, it, it can be challenging. The language difference is hard. Right. And, yeah. and we're well, visitors cultural. in their country, so yeah. and, you know it's a different country. So there's different oh yeah expectations and different things going on. Yeah. So you have to. It has to work together to get the same product, you know, that you want. Everyone wants a great product, but yeah. it's a little different than you're, we're visitors in their country. You know, yeah. and until 30 yeah. years ago, I mean, they were a, a Warsaw Pact country, you know, so they right. grew up with very different touchstones and a very different world than we did. Like Boozlaja, look at that place. <laughs> hey, Mark. Yeah. Um, is this. <laughs> which, when, one? When... which one? Which one? <laughs> hey, are you which watching? One? The There's two marks hey, in the room. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm so you're confused. You're not Mark, you're crummy. Okay, right, you're crummy. I'm crummy. I'm crummy. All right, all right let's go. I, so it ain't me, babe, right? 109. <clears throat> is is Jax telling Raylan they're not going to be together? The it ain't me, babe of it ain't me, babe? I've been wondering. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yes. I mean, it's. it's, it's, it's cool. Then it's I was Priscilla. right. I'm not the one. I'm not the one. I'm not the Give one you're looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Director yeah. analysis. Yeah. But, but, is this the moment? Because this <laughs> is where Raylan opens up about his feelings. Right. First That's time. Right. Sentimental feelings. Yeah, that actually is based <laughs> that on. That was pretty good. That was pretty that was good. good. Dude. That was good. That was pretty good. Did you good. ADR him? No. Wow. Yeah. That actually came that from something uh, a girl in Europe, uh, a girl who I met at the Sigis Film Festival. Um, described um, romantic relationships as sentimental relationships, mm. and I always loved that expression. And, ben really uh, leaned into it. He really killed that line. It was so great because it was a Zatarian, you know, it seemed like something a, a foreigner would use. Yeah, mm. yeah, because it, you understand what he's saying, but yeah. there's something there's a little disconnect the way people talk about romantic relationships. Can I ask you? Like, I want to ask you. Quick. So, how was it as a director coming on? And obviously. The, there's all this storyline going on throughout the show, even though each episode's unique. That there's a, there's a there's a flow. Did you know everything, or are you trying to pick it up as you go along and like like the feeling and keep the same theme? How is that as a director? Well, I'm an obsessive prepper, and Mark had let me into the writers' room, so I basically read cool. everything before and after. Cool. Yeah, that's why. I, and I storyboarded some of episode one, and I storyboarded some of other episodes as well, okay. and mine. And Mark was good enough to bring me out early, so I yeah, can really get a say, sense. Yeah, I say, Chris spent a lot of time, more than any other director on set, and then after he did 103 and did such a great job, he was um, he stayed for a while afterwards doing some of our 
pick up Splinter some, Unit. Splinter Unit, and he was around <laughs> for a while. So he kind of knew, and plus he all made a point of reading all the scripts because we made all the scripts available to the directors. Right. So, yeah, it was cool. You know, he was pretty much up on the relationship. You could tell you then. had like a feel for it. Like you, you gave me a lot of freedom Cheers, by the man. way, dude. Cheers. Yeah. Like you were, you were very like so supportive on 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 set of what we was doing. But if it was wasn't like quite there, you would like it was very easy. Like you said the right, I don't know, like a couple of words, you'd be like. You said something to like get me in the right zone. It was it was really cool. Cheers, man. It was yeah, a blast. Dude. It was pretty easy to work with you guys. This and, was so uh, fun. And there's Chris's too. gun. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. The, the Xerox. Uh, there was the, the Xerox. The Xerox gun. So, yes, uh, what are this? I think this is oh, better yeah. than the double-sided lightsaber. This is real. Chris, tell, us yeah. oh, yeah. tell us about that. Have gun. you ever seen anybody fake shoot before? Like as good as that. <laughs> so Did you see the kickback on that gun. Also, I, uh, you got great yeah. acting because it was one one alien, one alien in the costume outside. There was one alien. I'm sorry. Stephen Market said to me, "Hey, this is real Bravo at the end," and I said, "Okay, real Bravo." And I, I, you know, do my homework, and there's John Wayne in the window shooting out. Oh, you know, yeah. Shooting when you, when I was, and... knew I was doing this, you know, it was like sign that was. It was super fun. I oh, love it. Was super I fun. love the rack focus here. Yes. This whole thing is great. Do a team explosion. Dun, oh, dun, dun, dun. Dun. <laughs> yeah, this is so easy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Cut away to like the bad guys on the ground, but they're okay. Yes. This was so fun. This was all the first day, which was crazy to do an overnighter. And it was raining. And it was raining. But you had one camera going down on this. Lost a camera. Couldn't lift, couldn't get the drone into the air because of the rain, unfortunately. Oh, my God. So just had to... Just Mark Crumpton's not used to driving on this side of the road. It was all just <laughs> a disaster. But it's so fun. So fun. The process shots really made it. Yeah, well, Crafty, again, even though Chris was starting to prep 112, I mean, he really came through. And, in fact, even when we were doing 112, we were still picking up stuff for this. Yeah. Um, we had fun in here. I love, I love it how far we went with this. Like, he yeah. just, we threw ourselves into this. It was so much fun. The car got Yo. waterlogged, and I'm the last, last <laughs> take. Like, it died. Like, that it was it. it. Do you want to talk about Captain Uzi, the commander Captain of the Moshe Dayan? Yes, Captain Uzi. Uzi flew in from Israel, and uh, he's the captain of the Moshe Dayan battle captain cruiser. Captain of the Moshe Dayan. So he was a friend of <laughs> producer Phil Roth, and yeah. so he we gave him the eye patch. He's not Nick Fury. He's, <laughs> he's Moshe Dayan. Moshe Dayan. <laughs> so, <come Moshe on. laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I was... That's all great production value, like the sh like a show that doesn't leave the... Doesn't leave so the uh, surrounding areas of the soundstage. Seems pretty big with all the space stuff going on. So fun. And I remember I was so happy when the, yeah. uh, the head of the network really loved uh, that Aaron Gray was in this episode. He's like, that's so cool. Because we, you know, and they, they, at CW's done, been so great about like doing like Helen Slater and Supergirl. And they cast, you know, now in Crisis, they cast all these great uh, old Supermans and you know, Brandon Routh playing. So, so it was like, I love the fact that you know, we tried to continue that tradition by casting cool We cast people. young Luke Skywalker. And they yeah. really appreciated it. I love this redemption moment for uh, Crummy. It's like, no, you guys go. I'm going to hold him off for Elliot, which is hilarious. I can't believe that. Can you guys put that in? It was a, we, did, we did so many different voiceovers of what I shouted as I drove off. Steve put that in and as a joke. It was I put it in. It was the last thing we did in ADR as a joke. We it were like, hey, let's keep it in. Come I was like, they're on. never going to use that. I was like, man, I got Steve said, you're never going to let this stay in. No. I, I loved it. When I saw it, it I, I was it. just dying. It was amazing. Sorry, that driveway, that was the last of the car. Yeah. The car was like yeah, dead, yeah. waterlogged. Come on. Yeah, we had rode that car like crazy but it's a great sequence that was the first test of any sort of driving stunts or anything for the crew and it was so it was grateful great. so mm. grateful to and, and oliver you really see he's starting to 
wonder about Osborne if she should just be following him blindly here. It's, the it's first really nice. man, the first scene I shot for Pandora in 103 was with these two, and I it was I've had a great time with them every time. The mm. two of them in the room, I just mm -hmm. love getting all mm -hmm. espionage. And so with them. great. But also good friends and became good friends in real life and did some they vacation together. Vacation together. Yeah. They didn't get arrested together, though. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think, I think no, Noah had they seen all those photos enough. of the waterfall. I think Noah. that's what led them to go Give there. Them he, went, he went with Vakash. <laughs> Give, Give them time. Give them time. We just love Noah so much. We just kept giving him more and more to do. He's another one where we just thought he was so great. He's so great. I love Noah. This is a fun scene, too. On the wood chair, it's awesome. This is more "It Ain't Me, Babe" stuff. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's, it's still really, ain't me. It's really sweet and really good, nice good score music by to, Joe yeah, Kramer. Exactly. Yeah, and nice Panka Koneva. Koneva, Koneva, Koneva. It was really beautiful music here. Yeah, and it's good, Chris, because they were asking you how to do this moment with the hands, right? If you remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a that was a bit of choreography in there to get that. What's really funny is in 108, you know, we we were, you know, it was raining and we we're sitting around. And I don't know how it came up about chipping, but we're like, you know, Jack, Priscilla, who do you want to end up with? Oh well, I with with Raylan, of course. He's you know, Xander's just such a weenie boy. Raylan, <laughs> Raylan's always honest with me. And then of course in 110 you find out he has a wife. He has a wife. Yeah. Rochelle was so happy to have pants on. I cannot describe for you. To put on the uniform. <laughs> she, she she, so everyone happy. else had put on the Earthcom yeah. uniform. She'd never got a chance she to until now. This is so now. sweet. This goes to the heart of I think what's great about the show is friendship. Because they hadn't seen each other mm. in an episode, so mm. here they are reunited. They were really fun. I was like, "You guys gonna do a group hug?" They were like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I like the group <laughs> hug a lot. I think yeah, it's it nice. And again, the music here is so effective. And it goes into this really melancholy ending, unless you just hate Thomas. Yeah, another cliffhanger <laughs> ending, which they kind of be each episode is more yeah. is a cliffhanger mm -hmm. from like number mm -hmm. eight on, pretty much. And it works; it makes you want to come back the next week, mm -hmm. and that's why I think our ratings kept going up at the end of the season. Had nothing to do with Mark Crumpton. Mark, <laughs> it had a little. It had a it little. Had to do with it had a little. A little to do. With the shoulders baby. alone. Just a little. Just what? the shoulders. Let alone those cheekbones. You my got God. a lot of press about Aaron, which I was pleasantly surprised about. And that I think I'd want to do really with Elliot, but anyway. Elliot, everybody wants uh, to. Aaron, Elliot. Aaron Gray was such a just a wonderful goddess on set the wonderful. whole time. Amazing. Wonderful. Just never. Complained. The reason you never mm. saw the infiltrator until this episode was because it wasn't built until midway through the season. We started building it at the beginning of the season. They finally finished the cockpit, like, yeah. uh, and it was like. Okay, I think I no. sent you pictures, Mark. I'm like, I think it's ready now. So it was another way of trying to utilize everything we, we have. We can use. We can use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's really cool. Day. That was a fun morning, shooting Martin in there. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, when you come on set. You don't understand what it's like for that. When you come on set, just just growing up with so like I'm a big sci-fi fan. So when you come on set as again, you like you're I'm walking through the, the the stages and you've got carpets of spaceships and all these other different hallways. You don't understand how cool that is. Like how you immediately your imagination's like you're you're there. You oh, don't we have to. We you understand, don't have to Mark. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I get to play on like I get to play on it. I get to walk on it. Like it's like you don't have to do any work. You're immediately in. I mean, oh, there, there are days yeah. I would just walk into the empty sound stage and look around and be just. Oh, you did! Crazy. So cool! I can't believe it. So cool! Yeah. 
just the whole thing of being at the stages, even looking out. The, there was great every day. There was a great sunset in both. Like we're yeah, driving home and yeah. after we wrapped at eight o'clock, and there was a like, great sunset. Yeah. Just like being out in the countryside of Bulgaria filming. Yeah. It was just I don't know the whole thing. Was what what were we? What were we drinking? When we finished, okay, when we wrapped, so when, when we wrapped, we wrapped that, you brought, was, you brought out something like rum or something. There was, I bought a bottle of rum. There you go. But more importantly, one okay. of the great Bulgarian filmmakers, a veteran filmmaker, been around since the Soviet era. My dear friend Ruman brought me some homemade wine. Chris, this is the yes. best, the best wine. It was yes. <laughs> homemade from his vineyard, and it's it was gorgeous. It was beautiful, beautiful. beautiful There's also Rikia, which is a great drink. Rikia, yeah, but everybody this was yeah. this, Rikia. The, Rikia couldn't was couldn't be could not hold a candle to this homemade wine. That's right. We were all, it was, uh, we it was finished so on good. a Friday and we were stayed, hung out afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, day. no, we nice. all said, yeah, it was good. We all hung out. That's yeah, good fun. I think we're at the end. Yeah. Uh, we are. Right? Are you, are you all still listening out there? We're, uh, we're, we're <laughs> no. at the end. Well, Mark, this is so much fun. We got to figure out a way to bring you back, you know. And, hey, so. I didn't, I didn't die. You didn't, didn't die. die. There's no you body bag. You didn't see me die. You led, led them I, away. I have an idea. Uh, 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 uh. No, I'm you back. I'm gonna tell you in a minute. I'm bringing you back as like a fat Thor, so you're gonna be wearing the same outfit, but your gut is gonna be a giant. Like, put on some weights. I'll be living off aliens. I'll be living off dead aliens on the fat Thor. Yeah, Mark, we got good news. We're bringing back the bad news. Is you got to put on 60 pounds. Done. And we're not putting a prosthetic on you. Oh come on, give me a fat suit. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, even on Galactica, Jamie Bamber wore a fat suit. He didn't actually put on the weight. Holy shit, I see him. Oh, sorry, I see, sorry. <laughs> I see uh, Jaworski. I, I see dead people? What? I see, I see Jaworski. Okay, well, listen, um, I want to thank everybody for uh, It Ain't Me, Babe, being here to talk about it. Uh, uh, Steve yeah. Krasier, Christian Gossett, and, yeah. of course... Crummy, the Thank one you. and only Crummy, Mark Compton. Yeah. Definitely yeah, a top 13 major. episode. Definitely, Definitely in the top, in the top 13. 13. Oh, super, super fun. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, really. yeah, Thank you, guys. awesome. Thanks, you guys. Thank you, and we'll see you next week when we unbox episode 110. Ooh. The, uh, what's that one called? Hurricane. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that one. Hurricane. Yeah. 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 Okay. The trial of Ray Ray. We'll see, you, we'll see you next week. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.